Hey, it's Pat Gray. Today on the Glenn Beck Radio Program, Ami Horowitz joined Glenn to talk about what he experienced while talking to rioters out on the streets. Are these riots really for George Floyd, or are they about something else? We go over some of the news that George W. Bush uh, just came out in support of Joe Biden. Uh, Glenn also has a deep conversation with uh, football great Herschel Walker who recently came out against the Democrats and media for encouraging these riots. Glenn asks if uh, all lives matter is hurtful to black lives matter people. And his answer just might surprise you. And finally, Steven Crowder joins Glenn to talk about some of the things he's seen while out on the street. All that and more on the podcast. You're listening to... The best of the Glenn Beck program. We have Army Ami Horowitz uh, on, and I want to. Uh, before I get to him, I want to play a video that he just put out today, and I, I want you to listen to this. He he went into Minnesota, and he was there at the protests. Now remember, Minnesota, the place where you just can't get justice because the attorney general is a radical leftist named Keith Ellison. He's the attorney general. So you can't imagine that justice would come under him, right? So they're rioting. And and here's what the people on the street told Ami. Listen. The media narrative has been that the protesters and the violence are distinct. But the vast majority of protesters that I spoke to went out of their way to justify in a non-socially distanced way, the anarchic orgy of violence. We're attacking big known businesses like Apple, Boost, uh, let's see, Target, Walmart, Best Buy, all of that Gucci, whatever the y'all like, you better lock your door. George this is Floyd. us saying, hey man, you're not giving it to us, so we're gonna take it. Of course, what do you expect them to do? Google, Microsoft, all that that's all built up. That's all slavery money. If anybody's a thief, that's America. So when we take it back or we burn it down, yeah. We getting back what's ours. You won't give it up? Okay, you ain't having it no more. But it's not just large corporations that have been attacked. Many small businesses that have already been decimated by the coronavirus have been utterly destroyed. If, if, if they didn't kill a black man, their stores wouldn't get burned down. Do we have to burn it down to rebuild it without racism? Yes. Does that make sense? That makes total sense. Sometimes we gotta act out. It sucks that all this happening, that all the small businesses are getting burnt down, but without that, where would we be? This country was built on violence, and when people are had enough of the violence that y'all have against us, and we give it back to y'all, y'all wouldn't be mad. The FBI came here in three days because we're rioting. So that it's because we're tearing You come for me, I'm coming for you. Shoot back. Point blank. Should we defund the cops? Yes. Yes. We should demilitarize the cops. I think we should kill them, but you know, hey. I think we should kill them. Now, what's ironic is they're burning stores and talking about, you know, how companies like Apple are so evil, except uh, during the interview, all of them were holding an Apple iPhone. So that's just how, uh, you know... uh, kept down they are because everybody can afford an iphone of course um even the homeless and the downtrodden uh let me go to ami horowitz uh ami in this uh in this i see you stop violence against a a man 
uh, an elderly man was just trying to protect his house and you run in to stop it. Is this somebody that you had talked to earlier? No, um, it was uh, it was a random guy who I'd never seen before. And he was simply older, very an older gentleman. And he was his neighbor's homes had been vandalized and, and burned down uh, the night before. So he was just out there trying to deter people from doing the same thing to his house. And this one young and, you know, look, I know it's a loaded term, but I don't care. It's aptly descriptive. A young thug took a had a thick stick and began attacking the man and throwing stones at him. And, and I just said, I, we got to stop this. I mean, I'm going to kill this guy. So I just ran there. I, I grabbed him. I, I grabbed, I pushed him back. And luckily um, he just turned around and left and didn't continue the attack, didn't press the attack. But that is just emblematic of what I was seeing there. I mean, that was just a personal involvement I had, but writ large, the, the look, there's a, there's a media narrative that's going around that is the protesters are divorced from the rioters. They are, there's no connection between one and the other. But the truth is, what I found is they're two sides of the same coin. That, yeah, you know what, they all, they're all preaching peace and love, but when you scratch the surface and begin to ask the right questions, which, by the way, I saw CNN, MSNBC, they're all there. I heard them ask these people questions. They didn't ask them the right questions at all. They didn't ask them, do you support the violence? Because they don't want to hear the answers. Because when you ask them that question, the answer you get is ugly, really ugly. Because not only they support the violence and the rioting, they're supporting, look, more than once, the people I spoke to said they support killing cops. It was, you know, it was funny when I was editing the piece, I didn't even notice it, but was one woman was wearing a backpack that said, save a life, kill a cop. It's, it's, it was scrawled on a wall, attack the cops. We are losing control because we're allowing the sentiment to breathe. We're allowing this ugly thought to, to metastasize. And now it's becoming almost mainstream leftist, not liberal yet, but mainstream leftist thought that, that we have to attack the police and we have to burn down and loot because, like the guy said it, hey, it's ours. It was built on our backs as slaves. So we're just taking back what's ours. That's what I found there. And it was ugly. So, Ami, what, what you find there, uh, you know, Mattis came out yesterday and, uh, and so did our Secretary of Defense and say, uh, and said the the insurrection act uh, is not for these circumstances. It must be, must be much more dire than this. I can't think of anything more dire than uh, these riots continuing on our streets, and for this poison to be continued to be spread. Yeah, you do know, you see I, a, a way around this other than if the governors won't do something? The, the feds have to. If, if this continues unchecked, the answer is, of course, we have to. Now, I will say the good news is it does seem to be petering out. And I, and I have to say this, that the National Guard, at least in, in, in Minneapolis, did an absolutely phenomenal job. They were there in force. And look, it is jarring to see on American streets APCs and Humvees and guys on top of these vehicles with machine guns. It's jarring. But these guys did an absolutely 
phenomenal job. This, this Minneapolis was on the verge of being burnt down completely, and they really put a stop to it. And, I, and, and also, this BS that you hear, that they keep attacking innocent protesters who aren't doing anything, it's just a total lie. I saw these guys stand around, right, these brave soldiers stand around as, as, um, as things were being thrown at them. And as long as they didn't feel their lives were being threatened, they allowed them, they contained them. And frankly, I thought they gave them too much leeway, to be honest. But they were very approachable. They were humble. They were nice. They just wanted to protect the streets, and they did exactly that. So, to, to, and, and, and never look, the police, we'd love to have the police be able to handle all these actions. But the reality is the police, are, the, the thin blue line is just stretched too thin. That's just the reality of it. Because these guys are out in force. So, no, look, we, we have to do whatever we have to do to, and to, to be able to stop this. And I, know, I love how the, the media keeps saying, oh, my God, this thing is never used. It's ne- if he brings this out, he's becoming a despot. I mean, this thing has been used relatively recently, by the way. In fact, George Bush was going to use it was gonna use him for Katrina. So mm-hmm. this, the, the, the lies that are being spouted by, by the mainstream media, it, it really it makes me sick. It really makes me sick. So I had a thought, Ami, uh, on Keith Ellison today. You know, Keith Ellison just upped the charges from third-degree murder to second-degree murder. The closer you get to first-degree murder, the harder it is because of intent and, uh, uh, and forethought. Um, second-degree murder seems like maybe, maybe. Third-degree murder, absolutely. Manslaughter, a piece of cake. Um, do you do, I mean, I'm struck by why these riots are happening when you have one of the most radical leftists as the attorney general in Minnesota that is not going to he's going to make sure justice, whatever that may be, uh, is being done. Um, there's no doubt that Keith Ellison will be on the side of the protesters. Uh, why are these happening in uh, in Minnesota and and uh, where's Keith Ellison coming out and saying, hey, no need to we're going to take care of this. And the 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 other is, is there a possibility that Keith Ellison is is getting close to the wire because uh, a an innocent uh, uh, verdict would be just a nightmare around election time? Well, I think, first of all, um, they better be really careful. Um, The nightmare scenario would be that they overreach, which, which, by the way, second-degree murder may be an overreach. Look, I'm not a legal expert, but I do know what the gradations are between the three. Uh, It might be. But the point is, do you really want to play with that? Do you really want to take the chance that this guy, I mean, if he gets off, it'll make Ferguson look like, party time. And by the way, I was at Ferguson oh, it, as one of, the, it's one of the scariest times of my life. Okay. Um, it'll, it'll be patty cake if, if they overreach on, on what they're trying to do and these guys get off. But you have to understand, Keith, I mean, you said it, he's not just a radical leftist. Keep in mind, and it also it's emblematic of how far left the Democrats have gone. Keith Ellison was going to be the DNC chair, right? I, I remember that. And the DNC were so alarmed, they actually had to do their backroom dealings like they always do. And, and, and make sure he didn't get the job. But now he's Attorney General of, of, of Minnesota, which again points to another interesting fact that we've been talking about, is that this is all happening in blue states. 
right? And not in red states. And why is that? It's because we have played in to this, this, this false victimization that everybody tries to claim. We've played into the fact, and we've said it, they've said it for years, you reap what you sow. Capitalism is evil. Capitalism is the root of all our problems. So are you really, really that surprised when they're trying to revolt against capitalism in your state? Because that's exactly what's happening here. Um, so, yeah, they've got to be very careful because uh, this is all going to be an, an exercise, you know, the practice for the game. And the game is going to be, if, they, if these guys overreach and, and he gets off, that's when things are really going to come, it's going to, come to a head and we're going to have a real problem in our hands. That's what I fear, um, because that would be a radicals uh, brilliant move is to go for the go for the gold uh, when it really doesn't exactly fit and then have it played right straight down the line for actual justice uh, and then have this guy acquitted. Then what happens? Make no mistake. They are waiting. They are waiting for this. They are waiting in the wings for exactly that to happen. Nobody was cheering more when they kept upping what he they were charging him with than the leftist radical. And by the way, there is a lot of truth that. And I spent a lot of time with Antifa, so I know these guys. There's a lot of truth to the fact that Antifa is very involved in this. They've been waiting for this moment, and they have. They're out in force. I would estimate that probably. 15 to 20 percent of the protesters and rioters were all Antifa folks. Um, they're out there. It's organized and they're waiting for this to be their moment. So we got we got some serious problems here. I want to thank Patriot Mobile. In addition to their generous support of Mercury One during these troubled times, Patriot Mobile has gone above and beyond to help Americans stay in touch with their loved ones during this lockdown. And they've done it by lowering their prices even further. Right now, their U.S.-based team is standing by to design with you a customized family plan that can start at only $25. Now, Patriot Mobile shares your values, and they'll never charge you for hidden fees. And unlike Big Mobile, they're not going to send your hard-earned money to places like Planned Parenthood or leftist causes. So you can get the same reliable nationwide service and support a company that shares your values, supports our Constitution, and puts people before profits. Switching is super easy. Right now, when you join their family of freedom-loving Americans, they will waive the activation fee, plus send you a free gift with the offer code BECK. That's 972-PATRIOT. You're going to save a buttload of money. It's patriotmobile.com slash BECK. 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash BECK. Herschel Walker, legendary sports guy, did all kinds of sporting things. Uh, wow, and that, I know none of them. Uh, I know none of them. I know him as I know him as my neighbor uh, in Dallas. Uh, Herschel, how are you, bud? Hello there. How are you doing? I'm, I'm very good. I'm very good. I know you as the neighbor who actually stopped the the ring of uh, burglars that we were having in our neighborhood for a while because you had a very specific watch that was stolen from you and it was found in some pawn shop i think in st louis and that's how they caught the guy so thank you for having your stuff stolen well i don't think you want to give it to me even though i uh you know people don't realize that i work with law enforcement been doing it for years my major in school is criminal justice but my wife really the watch ping about uh in georgia really it pinged about 10 miles from my home and the first thing I thought about, which made me angry, and, is, and I'm sad I even thought about this, I started thinking, did my family steal my watch? 
And I was like, I cannot believe that. Oh, my gosh. And, and I was I was so hurt because, you know, I'm from a Christian home and, you know, we're so close as a family. And for me to even think that they could have done it because you know, it was peeing in Georgia. And come to find out it was wow. a young man from Houston, Texas that did it. Yeah. And they were uh, they were quite relentless on uh, getting in. They went into one house in our neighborhood and they spent two days in the house uh, jackhammering a safe out of the floor. I mean, it, it was it was crazy, and that's right when I it moved was. to the neighborhood. And, you know, I was like, "Oh, guy here was a, I think this this was his career. He's been doing it for years, yeah. and and it's sad yeah. because he also had good attorneys that he didn't. He, and he's out today, Glenn. Uh, I probably want to tell you that he's out now. You know, I've kept wow. uh, an eye on him to see what was going on with him and where he's at, and I know where he's at now and and everything. But uh, that's our justice system. You know, we have a different justice system than I believe in sometimes, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, uh, Herschel, talk to me about um, what you said the other day. You said, I've had enough. As we're watching these riots and we're watching our country come undone, and quite honestly, uh, watching a media turn bad into good and good into bad, where we are now saying, you know, uh, protests, they don't always have to be peaceful, and, you know, these are peaceful riots. Uh, and nobody's holding anybody responsible. You said enough is enough. Can you recap some of your thoughts? Uh, you know, yes. I, you know, I, I was sad because, you know, uh, America, I love America. I absolutely love America. And, you know, I, I've spent the last 12 years working with our military on a behavior health side, trying to remove that stigma of mental health. And I know our young men and women of service, you know, they're true heroes. You know, they fight wars for us. They die for us. They sacrifice so much for us. And our ancestors have done so much for this country to put us in the position we're in that we have everyone from other countries want to come here. And yet. Wait a minute, we, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. You just said our ancestors did so much. I've just spent the morning listening to protesters talk about how. Their ancestors were slaves, and uh, and and so what they're stealing today is to just a down payment on what built this country. But well, you're a black let me help man. Out what, a little what, bit with that, uh, you know, people need to get back to history. You know, uh, slaves were not just African Americans. Slaves was a lot more than just African American, and people need to realize when you start talking about ancestors. Let's go back to the Indians. Let's go back to the Native American. So that's what people need to go back to. And, and one of the things I think we become a society of, and I, and I hate to say this, and I hate to call out any group, is when a group starts thinking about something for free. Hey, nothing is free in life. You know, uh, I have uh, uh, my Caucasian friend, my white friend, some of them family have worked as hard as I work to get in the position I'm in to do whatever they got to do. And, you know, there's no doubt uh, there was you talk about African-Americans being slaves, but there was also other people that were slaves. Let's talk about the, uh, you know, let's talk about the Jewish. Let's talk about. So let's not start looking back years ago, what happened years ago. And I'm tired of people wanting a, a hand out rather than a hand up. You know, and that was one reason I, I say I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this that, you know, stealing and routing and beating people up has nothing to do with Florida, Aubrey, out of Georgia. And, you know, yes, yes, it made me sad. I was very sad to see that, and there's no doubt I was upset with the police. But I also know 99.9% of the police are not bad people. You know, you do have a few bad apples in there, the same as society. you got society where good people are, you got bad people. But when you have leaders in this country, and I'm getting to our Congress, I'm getting to our senators, when you got leaders in this country 
that talks about things got to get better, things got to get better, but yet they have been in Congress for years and they've done absolutely nothing. But yet they run again, they get elected again, they continue to talk about this so people need to know the truth. So don't talk about my ancestors was in slavery, that you owe me something. No, what I owe you is a hand up to help you out to make things equal for equal playing ground. Because no one knows what happened uh, 500 years ago. You know, no one knows what happened with that, but I know what's happening now. I have white, black, Native American, uh, Asian American, uh, all types of races that's fighting wars right now in the military for America. So that's what we need to think about. This is America. And I told someone earlier, I said, I am tired of this Democratic right now. I'm tired of this Republican right now because this country is at war. This country is at war because you have people that, you know, I'm not just talking about African-American. When you watch this TV, you see just as much white out there doing this as you do black. Well, when are we oh, going to yeah. have a leader to step forward? Well, we got a leader to step forward with a name by the name of Donald Trump. But yet when he says something, that's when you see someone shows their head who's been hiding forever. They've been hiding. All of a sudden, the president says something, they come out and they want to criticize. And my, my point was, is, guys, if you're going to criticize, you need to stay on the sideline. Let someone else step in at an interim right now because you don't want to represent yourself as a senator or congressman to say, we have to stop this. This can't be. This is for America. This is nothing to do with Democratic, nothing to do with Republican. We are Americans, and we need to go with that first and put down laws that that's the way this country was built. And you see the passion I have, and that's how much I love America. I will tell you, Herschel, hey, thank you for coming on the program sincerely. Um, we have the whole building. I just don't know anything about sports, so I apologize for that. But the whole building is thrilled that you're on with us today. Um, everybody's big fans. But um, uh, you are uh, being this outspoken uh, is not something. I mean, it's thank God it is becoming less rare than it was. But being this outspoken, you are immediately uh, a traitor to your race with the left, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm so sick of all of this with you because it is. This is about our I'm not asking for anything. I support um, the police and I support throwing the bad police, getting them fired. And if they deserve it, jail. I don't want any of this to happen to anybody of any color. The police are supposed to be serving and protecting us, not doing anything else. So we're we're really on the same page. But this has become more about destroy America, destroy the economy uh, and 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 make everything socially uh, equal through social, social justice. This isn't about the Constitution. And I don't know how politicians are standing on the sideline when people on the streets are saying, this is about destroying America. We have to burn it down to restart it. That's insanity. Well, how do we reach those people? You said something that is, uh, you don't know how they're doing it, but I'm going to help you to understand that. And that's why I said truth will set you free. Since this administration has came into office, they have tried many things to throw him off base. First, it was the Russia. Then it was the impeachment. And then it's the pandemic. And now it's this. But yet they continue to criticize. And all, and all I said is, you know what, and, and you know, I, I like Donald Trump. People don't know I started out with Donald Trump. I knew Donald Trump before he became mm. the Donald. You know, I, he was my first mm. boss I ever had. And I said, guys, mm. this interesting if biden win the presidency coming up 
I will support him because he's the president. And what's great about America is they gave me a right to choose to decide what I want to do. That's why I spoke out against Biden when he said, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. Well, I said, you know what's so funny about that is that's the reason they fought wars is give me that opportunity to decide who I want to vote for, to decide what I want to do. And that's what made America beautiful. Well, right now, people are upset because you like this. And if you don't like what I like, you're a racist. Well, when they use that word, and I say our Congress have used that word in the House that someone is a racist, do they know what racist really is? People were hung for, for that. People were beat up for that. People had dogs bitten them for that. That's what a racist is. I know that. I grew up in Georgia when things was getting better. Do we have a long ways to go? Yes, we do. But are we a great country? Yes, we are. What is the reason everyone want to come to America? Because it's better than where they came from. And I even thought of something earlier today. I said, you know what we can do? Everyone that's so upset, that's so mad, and everyone first told me that if Donald Trump get into office, they're leaving the United States. Well, no one left. Well, I want to I wanna mm. throw something out. I'm going to throw it out to all the airlines and to everyone that can travel. If people don't like the United States today, they think it's so bad, if we can give them a ticket and let them go wherever they want to go at, because... That'll be fine. I, you know, I, I donate. I donate into it, and I want them to be happy. I want them to be happy. I, I, so now, I will. I will join you in that, and I will donate to that as well. Well, that's why I want to throw out. I want to throw it out. Like we will, We want to help them out. You know. I and, and because I would not. I would not fight my white brother right now. I would not fight him. One of my biggest, and I'm gonna throw him out. One of my biggest, biggest friends, and he's like a brother to me, is a guy by the name of Francisco Ross. Francisco Ross was the first Latino in America to play at the University of Georgia. He became my big brother. He would die for me, and I would die for him. And right now, he has gone through just as much as I've gone through. And it's like, guys, I have another friend. I'm going to throw him out, a guy from Van, Texas, named Todd Fowler. Todd Fowler and myself and Tony Dorsett were roommates at, at, at the Dallas Cowboys. Todd Fowler is like a brother to me. And I'm going to be there, and I'll stand with him shoulder to shoulder. And that's what I told people today. I said, guys, I will stand with the police shoulder to shoulder when they're doing the right things. The same thing I stand with the protesters. I stand shoulder to shoulder with you. I shout as much as you want to shout. But to become destroying, to become a thief, to become someone beating up, it is not right. It needs to be called out for what it is. And I think the call Floyd name Aubrey name, even Mr. Dorn, a police officer who was black that was killed, to put that name in this rioting, in this loot, all this stuff is totally not right. It's not fair. You know, they're not of that. We are better than this. And our senators, our congresspeople need to come together and get with this president who is trying. You know, this president is trying. You know, people, the truth, let's hear the truth. The truth is, in three years, this president has been in office, and African-American need to hear this. He's done more for African-American than the last four administrations has been in. Why don't they put things side by side and look at it? Look at what he's done compared to what the other generation has done. And I hear, and, and, you know, uh, and I hope people forgive me about president, uh, Vice President uh, Biden. And I say, I hear what he's going to do, and he's going to be so wonderful if he becomes president. And I was sitting there, and I said, wait a minute, he was a senator for 20-some years or 30-some years, and he was VP for eight years. What did he ever do for the African-American? You know, what, what law, what did he ever do for the African-American? Now, and, and I'm not saying you can vote for him because that's what's great about America. You have that choice. But don't penalize me if I don't because 
I think I want to see proof. Well, if you've been in office for over eight years, you've done nothing. Proof is you're not ready to do serve the America. I want you to do something. Is that not what you're supposed to go there to Washington and do is do something? One thing President Trump has done, he has he has he's draining his swamp because we now know what's happening in Washington. And I think that's what they're upset about. Mm. The people now oh, see I... what is really happening in yep. Washington and they don't like it. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Herschel, let's get to your story that you're about to share, and then I have a couple of questions uh, on a couple of other topics. Yes, you know, one of the things I was going to say to someone, and, and, and this is just from history, I say, you know, if you're in your upper 70s, I don't blame you if you're a racist. And let me tell you the reason why, because, mm. you know, racism isn't, uh, you're not born being a racist. You're taught Correct. that. And if you're in your upper 70s, maybe your parents taught you a little bit about being a racist. But anyone below, the, I said 70, uh, in a world that has a lot of uh, social media, they're in a world that has a lot of television, they're in a world that they see that what people say is not correct. Well, when I was in college, uh, you know, I, I was a decent football player. When I was in college, after a game, we were walking across the parking lot at a game, and I had the state troopers around me because everyone wanted an autograph. That was an old white gentleman coming up to me. He was coming up to me, and, and uh, the, the state trooper was trying to keep him bite, to keep him from getting an autograph. And I said, no, 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 let him come up, let him come up. And he came up, didn't want an autograph, but he took my hand and shook it. And he said, Herschel, he said, I was one of the biggest clans running here in the state of Georgia. And he said, but I want to tell you I'm sorry. You changed my way of thinking. And he walked away. That's all he said. And that touched me because I said he finally saw that, you know, we're all the same, that we're not animals. African-Americans are animals. We're not. We're, we believe. We, we, we hurt. We, we love. We're just like anyone else. And that's the way all races are. And that's why I said quit. Quit. I can't, I can't stand what's happening right now. Herschel, what do you what do you think um, um, about Drew Brees and what what happened with him this week? Um, he said, I, "I'm never going to agree with those taking a knee." Um, well, here, let me play it. Everyone is looking back now at Kaepernick's protests from a few years ago, and obviously, they were always about police brutality. And now it's coming back to the fore, and a lot of people expect that we will see players kneeling again even when the NFL season starts. I'm curious how you think the NFL will and should respond to that. And, of course, you're such a leader in the league. Uh, what is your responsibility as a leader uh, in times like this for the rest of your teammates and, and players in the league? Well, I, I, will, I will never agree with anybody um, disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Um, let, me, let me just tell you what I see or what I feel when the national anthem is played and when I look at the, the flag of the United States, I envision my two grandfathers who fought for this country during World War II, one in the Army and one in the Marine Corps, both risking their lives to protect our country and to try to make our country and this world a better place. So every okay, time stop. I stand. So today he has come out, Herschel, and he has issued an apology for this stance. Does that make sense to you? Uh, no, it doesn't. And let me tell you the reason why. Why is people upset that he has an opinion? 
you know, that, you know, just because he don't believe in what you believe in, why is people upset about that? That's what's great about America is we got a right to choose. And if that's the way he feels, it's okay that he feels like that. You know, I, I said early on, my feelings were, you know, what if you have a problem with, I don't know whether the flag, I don't know whether that was the reason, but if you want to kneel, you're at your job. You know, I, I own a chicken plants. My thing is, if people are going to kneel, I can't sell any chicken, so my business goes, I go out of business. You know, it's the, not the right time to do it on your job. And maybe they feel that that's, that's the right time, so uh, I'm, I'm just shocked that people will be upset with him, and now he has apologized because he has an opinion. And that's what it's saying. Why in the world can people not have an opinion today that they disagree with you, and they disagree, if you disagree with someone, Glenn, you're going to be called a racist. If I disagree with someone, I'm going to be called an Uncle Tom. And I'm like, geez, uh, that means that I can't think for myself? Can I not think for myself, right. please? You know, well, right. that's, that's, that's the reason I think people fought years ago. That's what Martin Luther King marched about. That's what he marched about. He marched about giving us a right to be equal. And I even said early on, do we have a ways to go? Yes. But have we come a long ways? Yes, we have. And that's what I think people need to look at and quit blaming someone else for what you have caused for yourself. You, you know, everybody want to blame someone else. Well, that's not right. So a couple of days ago, uh, Grant Napier, he is the Sacramento Kings NBA announcer, um, legend there, been there forever. Uh, and he came out and he tweeted, all lives matter, every single one. He's now been fired uh, and is out of a job after years and an institution in that area. Can you can you say all lives matter without saying black lives don't matter? I mean, don't all lives matter? Well, if if you're a Christian, I, I hope all lives matter. <laughs> if, you know, no matter what, I hope all lives matter. Uh, you know, I'm confused why. They would get upset about that, but you know everybody want to be politically correct right now because they don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And and I and I want to tell people out there who's going to be a leader. Being a leader, everyone is not going to agree with you. Being a leader, sometimes you got to take a stand that a lot of people are going to be hurt, but you know what? It's got to be the right stand. And I think that's what you have to realize. But that's what I'm talking about. Being a leader, sometimes you have to do things a lot of people disagree with. Well, all he said is all lives matter, which to me, I'm a Christian. You know, I've been blessed my life, Glenn. This is honest truth. God has blessed me so much, and, but I want to help others because, you know, he didn't just bless me to help myself, but he blessed me to help others. Whether you're white, black, uh, you know, when they shot, uh, when, when, you know, people talk about, you know, Dorm, who was killed, the, the officer that was killed, he's, he was a black. But, you know, I was, I almost shed a tear to see this, uh, this little woman in, in, in New York where I saw those people out there beating her. She was a little woman, and they're beating her because she's trying to protect her company. And they're beating her, and you're going to tell me that, that it doesn't matter, that, you know what, I'm going to take what's mine, and I'm going to beat her up. You know, and I shed a tear when I saw the thing happen with, uh, with Floyd. You know, this is Herschel Walker telling you this. I shed a tear because I said, I'm hurt. But then yet, because she's white, She's a little woman. I have grown men out there beating her because she's trying to protect her company that she's worked so hard to build. The same thing happened when I saw an African-American man sh- 
shouting at the protester, guys, I'm African-American. Why do y'all tear my business up? Why do y'all do this? And yet we have people in Washington that does nothing. And I'm saying that is what I'm talking about. If I'm going to elect you into office, you got to stand up and be counted. And during times like this, you're hiding, and I don't think you need to be elected again. And I don't think, and I'm going to be honest, and please forgive me for this, Biden was hiding in his basement for years, for months. And all of a sudden this happened, he comes out to criticize the President of the United States. Well, give me some solution. Don't tell me what somebody else is doing wrong. Tell me what you can do to correct this. Help to go out on the streets because everyone says, I want to march. Go out on the streets when these people are looting. Go out on the streets with these police officers that are dying, that people are doing it. Be on the street with them. And I told you, this is the honest truth. If they call me to go out there, I will go out there with them right now and help. I will go out there right now and help if I can. I will go out there and help them do what I can because I don't want to see America turn into these other countries that everybody is trying to leave. I don't want to see America like that. One one last thing, Herschel, and I thank you for your bravery um, on everything that you've said today. Um, it's quite remarkable. Um, God, I've only had time for one more question. Uh, let me ask you this one. Uh we have to come back to God and we have fallen so far away. We are, we're not just, we're not just um, leaving God out. We are mocking him uh, and, uh, and, and insulting and, and we've really become in many ways, anti-God. Do we survive if our churches and our, and I, when I say this, if the church, and I mean that the way Christ used to talk about the church, if the church doesn't come back and stand up for his uh, laws and his rules and, and his love thy neighbor kind of stuff, and we don't recognize him, uh, do we survive? Is, is, what, how big of a role does that play in saving America? That plays a huge role. I love the Lord Jesus Christ, and I'm not telling anyone what to believe in, but I'm going to tell you right now. I was shocked that they would let liquor stores stay open, but let's close the church. Yeah. CBD, stay open, but let's close the church. And what I mean by that is we want to get rid of God, but let's let Satan just run around. And I'm not saying liquor is Satan, but in my opinion, I never drank before. I think it is. Why do you need to be drinking? You need to have God in your soul. Then you realize to love thy neighbor. You know, one of the first things God said was is what, to love your neighbor. Do unto your neighbor as you're like done unto you. And my thing is, if we can't get back to God, you know, we're losing. We don't get back to God, we're losing. You know, I, uh, one thing, Glenn, I know you got to go. I, I never played a lawyer on TV. I never, I'm, I never went to law school. But I was shocked when I saw celebrities say that we were paid a bond to bail out Riders, we'll pay the bond to bail out people that are protesting that go to jail for doing something wrong. And I started thinking, I said, you know, is that not contributing to a crime? So you're not just as guilty as that person that has contributed to a crime. So if someone route coming to destroy my store and you paid for him to get out of jail, can I not sue you as well because you told him to do it? It's okay. Mm-hmm. So, but yet, one thing that we have to do, and I, I know I'll shut up, is we got to now start, like, you know, we let the Democrat get away with a lot. They always was throwing everybody in jail. Well, we need to fight back a little bit now. 
Meaning, let's, let's, let's now figure out what's going on, and now let's start throwing other people in jail that needed to go to jail. And not just sit on our hands and knees afraid to be called a racist, to be afraid to be called names, because Jesus Christ was crucified for telling the truth. Herschel Walker, it is, uh, it's great to have you on, an honor to have you on. Thank you so much. Hey, thank Appreciate you. It. Thank you for everything. Na, 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 na.